Welcome to the Six Figure Product Biz Podcast. I'm Carrie, a product-based business coach. I started, scaled, and sold a successful multi-six-figure e-commerce business, and now I love teaching entrepreneurs like you how to start, grow, and scale your dream product business. I'm obsessed with all things marketing, e-commerce, and business, and I cannot wait to share all my secrets with you. I also love all things dogs and coffee. Each week, you'll learn step-by-step tangible strategies to help you scale to the next level in your business, skyrocket your sales and traffic, reach more customers, and gain greater visibility in your business. Because I know you don't want to waste your time or energy trying to figure it out all on your own, but you want the business growth roadmap so you can create a profitable product business that gives you the life you love. Whether you're thinking of starting a product biz or scaling yours, this podcast is the secret sauce to making all those dreams come true. So grab your coffee and your favorite notepad and let's get started. Welcome to episode 24 of the Six Figure Product Business Podcast. Today we're talking with Leah and Eileen, founders of the self-care for women brand, Beamington. Located in Charleston, South Carolina, Beamington was founded to give badass women some essential self-care. Eileen Doherty and Leah Farrell worked in government and nonprofits trying to make the world a better place. As busy moms, advocates, volunteers, and more, they needed some balance and a little boost. And they weren't alone. Amazing women all around them were all burning out. They looked for a self-care gift box with lasting benefits and it just wasn't out there. So they decided to create it themselves. Each Beamington box is thoughtfully curated to inspire women to practice realistic self-care through their easy-to-use tip system and ethically sourced handcrafted goods from small businesses that do good for the communities. I am so excited about this episode. Leah and Eileen were some of my former clients where I worked with them for a few months to help them launch their business. And so for me, such a great experience working with them. And I am so proud of them and so proud of their business that they have launched. It is truly an incredible business. And Not only do they do so many things that are good for the people and for the earth, their boxes are just beautiful. They are such beautiful little works of art, and they spend so much time curating and really coming up with these incredible boxes that you can get for yourself or use for a gift. So I'm so excited to dive into this episode with these amazing ladies. So grab your coffee, grab your wine. This is going to be an amazing episode. Hey, Leah and Eileen. I am so excited to have you guys here on the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having us. 
Yay. So for anyone listening, I actually worked with Eileen and Lee a few months ago to help them uh, launch their amazing business, which we're going to dive into. So I know these ladies, they worked, I think we worked together for two months, maybe a month. I can't remember. It felt like longer, but anyway, I had a blast working with them and I'm so excited to catch up today and hear more about their business and some of the ways they have been able to pivot during a pandemic. So Welcome, ladies. Um, if you want to just uh, introduce yourself and just tell us a little bit about you and your business and how you kind of got started. That'd be great. Uh, Carrie, this is Eileen. I'll start first. And I want to just talk to you a little bit about um, what we do and who we are, why we do it. So we are a gift box company. We focus on um, self-care for busy women. And we really got into this because we know what it feels like to be emotionally and physically exhausted. Both Leah and I have master's degree in public administration. And we did that because we really wanted to help people and make a difference in the world. And Leah worked in disability rights. I worked in environmental policy. And we had jobs that no matter where we were in management, they really chewed us up and spit us out. And just very quickly, I was a senior conservation manager for a national nonprofit. And I'm still at that level. I'm still saying yes to everything. I remember it was after um, essentially a a really late night that required drinks with clients. I went back to my hotel room. I'm checking emails. I'm getting ready, putting my notes together for a meeting at 6 a.m. to prepare for the next meeting at 8 a.m. And I calculated out my salary and I asked, is this really worth it? And this is our story. Leah has a similar story, but we're not alone. This is a woman's story saying yes when we need to say no, putting our boss's needs, our husband, our partner's needs above our own, our kids always above our own. And that really does result in this deep sense of exhaustion. So we created Be Minton to really be that support, that that business that puts women's self-care in the forefront. And so here we are with Be Minton and our self-care boxes. Oh, I love that. Gotta love helping women. Absolutely. (laughs) And you, Leah? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Eileen articulated it well. I mean, it's ironic. We had, you know, we met later in life. I had very similar career paths and professional paths. And, you know, we wanted to originally we envisioned this as a business-to-business product, right? We wanted to work directly with human resource departments to help support employees. Um, with a meaningful recognition. So we wanted to sort of think beyond what a, a typical employee reward would be. But lo and behold, the pandemic hit. And I'm sure a lot of your listeners have experienced similar things. And we were forced to really evaluate, okay, what is it that is important? What is the vision for this business? And how can we continue to grow? And that was where you entered, Carrie. And we really, you know, we did the hard work. We looked at what, you know, what are our values? What is an ideal customer? What is it we're trying to do? And that's when, you know, we really said, as Eileen was saying, you know, it's really about supporting women. You know, we, we're here to support all, but let's be honest. It's it's really about, you know, those people that are giving them all to everyone. And actually, you know, there's been through the pandemic, it, it's so interesting that that's when we launched because one in four working women are considering leaving their job due to burnout. And there's been an incredible sort of wave of women leaving workforce. And, you know, just to be clear, we don't focus exclusively on women in traditional work. You know, we we know full well 
certainly the the full-time job and experience it is to, you know, run, run a household and, and really, you know, be the primary caregiver for children, you know? So when we talk about supporting women, we're talking about in all facets of life and, and really what that looks like. But it's just been really wild to see as we are trying to get our business off the ground, what is happening to women throughout the country, you know, trying to balance all of the traditional roles that sort of fall on, on, on the laps of women. And yet now we have a pandemic. Now we have all these other, you know, factors, you know, and, and it's just been, it's just been wild. So when Eileen, you know, mentioned self-care, we look at self-care in a very broad definition. So, you know, bless everyone who thinks of, you know, a wonderful spa day. And that's really great. But we look at it as realistic and lasting self-care. So when we originally launched, um, which was really just not that long ago, believe it or not, I can't believe how much has happened considering we launched just before the holidays at the end of last year in 2020. Um, We wanted to think about, you know, what is it that is self-care for women. So, you know, we, we had a launch collection and, uh, you know, I'll just wrap this up quickly just to let you know, you know, originally we're thinking about things like mindfulness and creating connections. And how about those women that are stuck in jobs and looking for something new in their next path? We have a box for that, you know, or women that are just trying to get through the day, (laughs) you know, we have a box for that too. So, you know, it's not your traditional gift box. It's really about um, these sort of self-care experiences because, that's what we needed. So that's what we're offering. Oh, I love that. And yeah, your your um, products are absolutely amazing. I have to say, when I got your, so I ordered when they, when you guys launched, I ordered a box. And when that thing showed up at my doorstep, I was blown away. And I am a, like, not in a snobby way, but I am absolutely a packaging snob. Like, if any packaging, I can kind of pick it apart and say, okay, they could have done this differently or they could have added that. But your subscription box, it's just, I'm sorry, not subscription box. Your um, uh, your product is, the packaging is insane. So I have to say, just before we even start chatting about all the good stuff, for anyone listening, you have to check out their either Instagram or website. Their packaging is so beautiful. They have the most amazing products. And whether you're looking for, you know, a gift for yourself or for Mother's Day or for a friend, um, you know, their products are top notch. So I had to kind of throw that out there, a little shameless plug, but uh, (laughs) absolutely amazing products. Appreciate it. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's like you guys did such a great job. So that's so nice to hear, Carrie, because, you know, Eileen and I, we have have two core um, things that we focus on we curate it's beautifully curated but it's ethically sourced and even our box itself they're they're made in the u.s you know they're they're beautiful they're printed with you know you know um, environmental friendly friendly ink so they're all sustainable and recyclable i mean we really care about everything everything in the box we work with small businesses mostly women powered businesses so you know it's it's beautiful it looks wonderful it makes you feel good like you're getting a treat but you can feel good too because like we care about those things. <laughs> we actually care about what we buy. So I have some questions to definitely ask you, but I'm just wondering just because I love a good curated box. And I also mm-hmm. really like when companies support local businesses and their community. Can you guys talk a little bit about how you come up with the products inside? Like how do you, do you test them? Do you get samples? Just like walk us through some of that stuff. Cause I do feel like 
when people are purchasing either gift boxes or just like things for themselves, people do care about the quality. And so I think it's important for people to really understand like the vetting process you're going through because you can tell like if even if you look at your photos, you can tell that your stuff is amazing and high quality. So kind of tell us like how you find the products. Do you want to take it, Eileen, or you want me to kick that one off? You kick it off and I'll add, I'll add it. Okay, great. This is what it's like to have a wonderful, you know, partnership relationship. <laughs> we always, we're very careful of each other, making sure. I so so this is our creative director. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. We wear many hats. So to answer your question, yes, I'm glad that the quality of our products, you know, kind of comes through on our website because it is so important to us. You know, when we started, a big thing was Eileen used to say, if it ends up in the trash, it doesn't go in our box. And what that means is you can get gifts everywhere. I mean, look at the growth of all, you know, Amazon and these e-commerce companies, but it's junk. You know, it's stuff manufactured overseas by companies that don't care about the products themselves. So what we do is we do a lot of research to find good companies. And then, yes, we request samples. Sometimes wonderful companies will send us samples for free. Sometimes we have to pay for them. Sometimes companies, we understand if they're new and growing like ours. They want us to purchase the samples at their retail cost. And you know what? That's how we all support each other in our growth. And we do that. Um, And that's how we build these vendor relationships because we really care about this. You know, we don't want to just order blindly off a website. We do look at all the products first. We test them out. We figure what sense we like. You know, Eileen has two grown um, daughters and they're always wonderful to, you know, help us test out samples. I have a young son. He's only in fourth grade, but I'll tell you, he loves product testing as well. And we have to consider a lot of things because these are gift boxes that we ship. So we have to think about quality and shipment. What's the weight? What's, you know, will it leak? You know, we have to think about all these things, but at the end of the day, what we want are items that you are going to use. You know, we we tell this to our corporate clients a lot that yes, we understand you want the branded water bottle, but do people really need another water bottle in the back of their cabinet? Is that going to make them joyful? And that's what we want in our products. We want you to open the box, get that incredible wow factor that you were talking about, Carrie, when you got your V-Minted box, you know, that, oh, this is so cool. This is so beautiful. And then we want you to actually experience it, you know, open the candle. Will you use it? And like, we talk a lot about, um, because originally we thought of these a little bit as toolkits. So we see these as things you will use. And so actually we include language on how you can use each item and, you know, and, you know, these are things that we would use ourselves, you know, is this something that we can be proud of? And it's been so wonderful to collaborate with small brands on the rise. You know, sometimes we have some products in there from brands you will know. Um, And sometimes these are brands that you may not have heard of. These are, you know, artists out in Denver who create this incredible postcard of ours, you know, that we're obsessed with. Um, And a lot of the brands we work with also are giving back. So they're donating a portion of their proceeds to good causes. They're making sure that they're environmentally um, sustainable and ethical practices. Because again, that's what's important to us. And we have found, especially when we were doing our research with you this summer, is that that's what our consumers care about. I love it. Eileen, did I cover it? Absolutely. And I think one other thing that Leah um, touched upon is that we really try to cultivate trusted relationships with our with our product makers. And I think that's something you don't often find with companies that are not working with small businesses. We want to make sure that we have that relationship 
so that we we can we trust that they are putting in the ingredients that they say are they are so that we can pass that on to our customer. So that's a really important part. And it does take more work. It takes a lot of research. It takes a lot of reaching out to different companies. But for us, we feel like that's worth it because it brings such a higher quality to our overall product and to our overall uh, feel of our gift boxes. I love that. And I, yeah, I can say, like I mentioned, the quality really, really shines through. And I know a lot of people especially just people that are willing to pay a little bit more money for high quality products. Like I feel like they really care about the quality too. And they want that curated, beautiful look that you were talking about when you guys curate your boxes. So again, I think you guys have done such a great job and I'd love to kind of like take it back. So I know that you launched your business a few months ago. Let's kind of hear a little bit more about the story. So what prompted, I know that you guys mentioned, you know, your careers and that's sort of the prompt of Be Minton, but how did like the story, how did it start? Like, there's always a funny story of like, you know, one day I woke up with this idea. Um, what was your story with B. Minton? I lean on yeah, Absolutely. So, so it's a kind of a funny story. story Leah, Leah and, and I met doing, doing some work on flooding here in Charleston, um, something that we're both passionate about, something that our community is very deeply affected by. And we we actually sat down and I would say, Leah, you can, I think you would agree with me. We had an immediate connection and we had such a similar background. Like we, uh, we have the same birthdays. We have a lot of the same educational background and we had had a lot of the same arc of our careers. And we realized that, you know, again, we felt like this sense of burnout and we thought, you know, you know, here are two, two people, people that, that are kind of in the same place at the same time, time which is which not, not, we often, often don't find that. that. And, and we found, found that we started, started talking a little bit about different, different business ideas and, and it kind of took, took a little bit, bit you know, you would get every day, we'd get a little bit more excited about by it. We finally kind of pulled the trigger in the fact that we knew that we wanted to shift our priorities and make sure that our priorities of happiness, joy, and gratitude were at the forefront of our lives. And, and we felt, felt like the best way to do that was to start a small business. And the idea of um, of self-care gift boxes, it was kind of a circuitous route. But we started with happiness training. We started with um, office burnout. How do we how do we help change people's lives in that situation? And when we really dialed down into it and we started our journey along with small business during a pandemic, we realized that our original business model that was focused on burnout in the workplace was not really appropriate for the time because we were reaching out to companies and companies were saying to us, well, we're just trying to keep our, our employees here. We're trying to keep our employees um, to have a job. And so we realized that we really needed to make a little bit more of a change in how we presented our products how we um, how we sold our products. So we moved to a from a B to B model or business to business model to a direct to consumer model. And so it, it's been a, it's been a little bit of a wild ride, but it's been one of the things that things that's been so great about going through these trials and tribulations up front is that one we've learned so much, and two we've really been able to hone in on what our goals and values and direction that we want this business to go in. And we're so clear that really the, the fundamental core of it is we really do want to be helping women. Leah, you have anything to add? I think, you know, it's, you said it well, but one thing I do tell people, because people that know Eileen and I, 
you know, they know us as advocates, as policy wonks, as people, you know, trying to make the world a better place. And they say, well, how did you end up selling self-care gift boxes? And I always tell them it's no different. We just advocate for women now. And that's really been our focus. So we're still two advocates at heart. And, you know, we still are very involved in our communities. I mean, that's how Eileen and I met. It's always, you know, it's fun. We're like, oh, adult friend, women, you know, like it's such a rare thing. I think you, you make a friend as an adult and you click in such a way. And um, we just, we, you know, with our shared vision, it just sort of landed us here. And I couldn't imagine us doing anything else. So sometimes you just got to go along for the ride. Yeah, no, that's amazing. I love that story. And I love that you guys, um, you know, I, I agree with you. I think it is harder to find friends when you're a little bit older. And I like it. I know for me, it's definitely, definitely harder. Um, I have my childhood friends from Boston and I've definitely moved around the country a lot over the past six years. And it's definitely like I it's it's hard to find any replacements like that. So I'm glad that you guys have connected so well. And that's the little history of B-Mint and it's amazing. Um, what would you say has been the biggest challenge of starting your business during 2020, a.k.a. the pandemic? <laughs> oh, I, I'll, I'll, everything. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll start with that. Yeah, it, it's kind of carrying what hasn't been a challenge. Um, and as we've said, you know, we've basically started two businesses in one year, which means since we are the entire staff here at this business, we are doing rebranding, we do our website, we do interviews with our target customers, we handle all the shipping, um, the product sourcing. So we do all of that. And it calls, it calls for so much flexibility. And one thing we didn't originally necessarily think about was the mental fortitude that comes with, with uh, withstanding those ups and downs of a small business. But you add the pandemic to that and the uncertainty for small businesses right now. And that's been a real challenge for us. So um, we're really, we're really, you know, excited to be um, going through some of these challenges now because I think it will hold us in good stead for the future. But it, it has been a challenge. And one last thing is, you know, the way we interact with vendors and customers has changed so drastically. And prior to the pandemic, we were meeting with people in person. We were planning things like pop-ups and other in-person events, going and tabling at um, at, at different things. And we realized, you know, we couldn't do that anymore. And even more personally, our operations, we haven't worked together in the same room in over a year. We pack boxes separately. I'm high risk. I've had a transplant. And so we really take those pandemic, um, we take the pandemic very seriously and all the precautions that we need to take. So all of those things are, are certainly a new challenge for a business. <laughs> I think, you know, it's so funny. I don't think people realize how seriously we take the pandemic due to Eileen's health risk. Um, it hasn't slowed us down one bit. But if you'll notice, that we, we sort of do the fake it till you make it. None of the photos on our website, um, or rather all the photos on our website are socially distant. So we do things where where we never come within six feet of each other. We always wear masks and gloves when packing. And, you know, it we actually were better positioned to create a safer product because we take it so seriously. I mean, I like to say Eileen was self-quarantining before it was cool. Um, and so, it, you know, and let this be a lesson too for listeners that are thinking, well, I certainly can't do this type of business, you know, in a pandemic. You certainly can. If you have a, you know, we have really strong operations. We have defined roles. We collaborate 
every single day, all day long. We just don't physically come into contact and we don't, you know, we can't physically come into contact with our, with our customers. And we're really excited about the, you know, the rise in vaccinations and people getting healthier right now. So that way we can start getting out there because we're so excited and so eager, but um, yeah, it's changed everything, the pandemic, just everything. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I can, I can imagine. I cannot imagine. Um, you know, it's, and it's, I think too, since you guys have done this business together and to not be able to actually physically see each other and just get that support, I think I can see that as a massive challenge, but I'm glad that you guys have been able just to kind of do the best you can and just kind of, um, you know, be healthy and be cautious, but also not let that slow down the business either. So I think that's amazing. So I know that you guys had, you know, your background has been in um, policy and um, different roles. So you don't have a lot of retail background or e-commerce background. So what do you think you did the right way um, when you started your business? Well, Carrie, it's not that we don't have a lot of retail background. We had zero retail background. (laughs) We are self-taught. And, you know, the benefit of being policy wants is that we are research geeks. And Eileen and I have always been the type of people that, I mean, there is no such thing as a challenge. It's just an opportunity. We will, we will learn it. If it's late night, you know, research, making calls, calling on friends, calling on experts, you know, we've definitely reached out to people that have done things before. You know, there is, we are never afraid to ask questions and grow. We have taught ourselves everything we've built. I mean, we built two websites because when we originally launched as B2B, we were on um, Squarespace. Yep. And then we pivoted with our e-commerce business to Shopify. And we, you know, and we, yes, we do all of the email marketing, social design. I mean, you name it, we've taught ourselves everything. But that's also just part of our personalities. I think it's been great. I think that our willingness to learn, our willingness to admit, you know, where we can grow has really allowed us to figure out the right path. Um, and again, you know, because Eileen and I collaborate so well together, we really use each of our strengths. So there's certain things that Eileen does and she, you know, doesn't want to do. So I'll pick up that or vice versa. So it, it has been great. You know, when people do say, oh, be cautious of partnership, be cautious of collaborations, you know, there's so, you know, I just think that, you know, open communication, delineation of roles, and just, you know, willingness to roll up your sleeves. You could do anything. If two policy wants, you know, I am literally a disability rights advocate. That is my background. I continue to do that. I serve on several boards here, um, you know, advancing the rights of people with disabilities. If I can sell self-care gift boxes for women, I hope everyone listening who is right on the edge of their seat, wanting to start their own business, like you can do it. You just have to put one foot in front of the other. And it's, you know, I kind of, you know, hearken it back to when I had my son and I remember asking my friends who have older children, like, how do you, how do you know, like what to do when they're in school and da, da, da. and they said, well, you don't birth a toddler, you birth a baby. Like you, you, you know, and you learn that and then they grow and you're growing with them. And then you learn that. And it's the same thing for the business. You know, don't expect that the first day you're going to need to know everything. But you learn something new every day. You try things, you fail at things, and you get up and you try something else. So as long as you know, kind of keep your core values. That's what that's some advice I definitely would like to impart on people. Just stay true to what your values are and your vision are, 
and build your brand around that, you'll learn everything else along the way. You've got amazing people like Carrie and her podcast sharing these awesome, you know, resources and tips with you. Like people are willing to help if you ask. Oh, I love that. And I have to ask of all the things you guys have done, because I know you have like dove into um, website creation, making social media graphics, email marketing, being visible on Instagram, doing Instagram reels or Instagram stories. What is, what is the one, which one has been your favorite to learn so far? Ooh, that's a good question. I know. I feel like it's like a trick question. No, I love that. All like awesome. I'll take that. I'll take that first, Eileen, but then you tell me what your favorite. My favorite has been, I didn't realize how much I really enjoy graphic design. And shout out to every woman who's who's falling in love with Canva. If you own a small business and you don't invest that $12.99 a month in Canva, (laughs) you're doing something wrong. Because it's just been amazing. And I, you know. I'm not an artist. I didn't, I mean, I do enjoy the creative path, but I didn't realize I was going to like that part of it so much. And I love it. Like Eileen says, I'm director of design (laughs) and I didn't know that. I love it. I think that that's something that, you know, and I I get better every day at it. Yeah. I think we have a beautiful brand. How about you, Eileen? What's your favorite thing that you learned? So I am the resident webmaster and I found that I really, really enjoy building a website. Um, I think it, you know, it has that level of creativity to it. I think it has, I love the sense of building something. I also love a discrete task. And so you have this idea that you're, you're taking something from nothing and you build it up into this beautiful thing that can be shared with the world. So I've really, really enjoyed that. I love that. It's so fun to just hear about some of the things that you've learned along the way that you just never knew that you could do or that you would even like to do. So I'm kind of with both of you. I know with my business, I completely fell in love with Canva. I was terrible at making graphics. Like if I showed you my initial graphics, you would, (laughs) I might, I actually may have showed you, I don't remember, but they were terrible. Like they are so embarrassing. (laughs) And so when I show clients I work with or students, I'm like, listen, you've got to start. No one gets to skip day one. Like we all have to learn these things. And you know, I love Canva too, but I also love being able to build websites. So I've, you know, done a lot of website development over the years and website design. And for me, I think that's one of my favorite things to do because it's creative, but it's also, it's such an important cornerstone of an e-commerce business. And so it's one of those things where like you have, like you have to learn it or you have to outsource it, which can be expensive. So I love that you, I love that you like those. That's fun. Um, And then in terms of the boxes, so let's kind of talk about the self-care part. I know that's such an important part of your business and your brand. Could you kind of tell us a little bit more about self-care and why it's so important? Absolutely. I'll start with that. Uh, So one of the reasons that we think self-care is so important is we think about it like when you're on the airplane and you're on the airplane and they're going through the safety instructions and they say, if in the case of an emergency and your your oxygen mask drops, put yours on before you put your child's on or before you put the person, if someone next to you needs help. Well, why do we do that? They do that because they say that, you know, if for instance, there's an additional emergency, your child is going to need you to be able to help them navigate that emergency. And we kind of think about that self-care in the same way. Unless you are healthy, unless you are happy, unless you are taking care of your needs, you can't help other people to the fullest extent that they 
that's good for you and that's good for them. So we really do think about it as a first a first defense um, is self-care is that, that first thing that you can do to really help yourself and help others. We also think that, you know, with social media now, there is so much unrealistic, it, yeah, <laughs> unrealistic um, expectations and imagery over what women can and should be doing for self-care. We really, Leah mentioned earlier, self-care can mean so many different things, but we really think it means you know, what is it that makes you feel good? What is it that restores your emotional uh, coffers? What is it that if it's, if it's a, a, a bath, great. But if it's also a Saturday in bed and a bag of gummy bears, you take what you need. So that's, that's why we talk about realistic so much because there are so many, uh, so many images out there that kind of say, if you're going to do self-care, it has to be something super fancy. Well, a lot of people can't afford that. They can't find time for it. And we want to provide options and ideas on how to take the self-care that you need um, for yourself every day. And then just one quick plug for mindfulness. We have, um, we've been practicing mindfulness a lot ourselves. Um, It's something we practice pretty much every day. And we also have some really, really great articles on our journal at bmenton.com that go through some different techniques to practice mindfulness, whether it's mindful eating. Right now, I'm currently using the 5-4-3-2-1 technique a lot. Um, it's really quick. It's a great way to kind of calm some of your anxieties if you have some during that throughout the day. Um, and we have a great article on our, our website about that. I love that. That's amazing. Um, and I kind of have, I do have some questions about the boxes. I kind of want you to tell everyone what type of things do you put in there? But I just have another question about self-care. So what advice would you give women who say they don't have time for self-care? I feel like this is me. I like, I'm always saying, oh, I don't have time. I don't have time. But mm-hmm. what advice, like how can people squeeze it in? Do you want me to go first, Arlene? Sure. And then I'll, I'll wrap it up with mine. <laughs> sure. I mean, my, and we do get that question so often, Carrie. So, so my response is, well, what's the alternative? If you're enjoying feeling frustrated and stressed and just chasing down the day to your glass of wine, you do you. But we take self-care seriously because we've been there. I mean, Eileen opened up this conversation by telling you that, you know, we used to work hundred hour weeks. We did the night meetings. We did the travel. We put everything else above us, our families, our, you know, jobs, and it was miserable. And so once we started to prioritize self-care, and again, I'm going to say it one more time, realistic self-care. We're not saying you need to like plan a weekend away. We're talking about moments. You know, that's why, again, we articulate, you know, the benefits of mindfulness, because it's really just about making sure you're not rushing through your life. Don't, don't, just try to be surviving. Obviously, shout out to all the women during the pandemic. I'm not undermining the stress that we're under. In fact, because we're so stressed, the importance of really prioritizing our self-care and finding those moments where we can really focus on ourselves, whatever that looks like for you. You know, quick moment for me, it's it's reading, it's walking the dogs, you know, wherever I can in the day. I mean, I have lots of ways that I I give myself some self-care, but I'm just saying it doesn't have to be that complicated. And the reason that we are telling you about this is because we came out the other side. I mean, Eileen and I can, can wonderfully share with you that we have great relationships with our partners, our children, our friends. We finally have boundaries with work and we 
you know, we are healthier and happier for it. If, you know, if two workaholics can embrace the benefits of infusing moments of self-care into their day, you can too. And why wouldn't you just try it? You know, it, there's just, there's, there's no reason not to. So I'll, I'll, I'll end it with that. That's great, Leanne. I, one last thing I would add is just every woman has 24 hours in the day, just like anyone else. And your time is just as important. So when someone says, well, I have to go to, and your family says, well, I have to go to the gym. Well, I have to do homework. Well, I have to do this, this, and this. And so I don't have time. You have just those same things in your life. And so I would just say, I would encourage every woman to recognize that your time is just as important. And if Mm -hmm. someone else can find the time to do some self-care, so can you. I love that. Thank you. Start prioritizing yourself and communicating your needs. You'd be surprised. I know. I feel like I've had so many conversations with people on Instagram around self-care and just mm-hmm. boundaries, especially moms with, you know, younger children. I mean, whether they're younger or older, um, it's just a struggle. I mean, I don't know. I feel like I, I struggle with this every single day. And I definitely am one of those people where I don't ever prioritize my own self-care and I'm aware of it, but I still go in phases of like, doing it and then not doing it. So I think it's, you know, it's always good to get reminders that we, we need to kind of put ourselves first sometimes because, you know, like the airplane example, if we're taking care of other people, we have to really be mentally and physically, um, in a good place because otherwise, you know, you're not really, you're not doing much for other people. So, um, okay. So let's kind of wait one thing, Carrie, I will say, because you, because just in response to what you said, is, you know, like the fact that like, you know, you almost beat yourself up. I would just say to all the women, please be kind to yourself. I mean, we are, this is unprecedented. We are, we are just, we're all trying to make it. I would say just be kind to yourself and where you have those little self-care moments. If it's not every day, if it's once a week, you know, celebrate the win and just try to build on what you can, you know, you know, it's realistic because we understand there are so many factors out there. Every woman's life is different. And so self-care is going to look different. One thing that, you know, you had mentioned being on social media and the conversations of self-care really rising. I'm really loving the conversations around essential care, right? Like self-care is essential care. Self-care is mental health care because it really is. It's not just, you know, it's not just, oh, yay, I got, you know, my spa day. I mean, it's really about if you're going to go to, you know, if you're going to exercise, like give yourself some inside exercise work on your soul. Yes. Oh, I, I literally was having a conversation with someone, I think it was yesterday, but I was telling her that certain days I just feel like massive anxiety of like having a child and having two dogs and being in the house all the time. And like my husband never freaking leaves the house and, you know, just like not having, not having any alone time. And I'm someone that I need my alone time. Like I, I'm an only child. I just, I'm independent. I like, I want to go away by myself, like with no one else for a night. I want to go to the movies by myself. That stuff I actually love to do. Um, and it can be so hard this year with not being able to do a lot of those things. So I, and just even like hopping on the Peloton for 20 minutes, I feel like a different person after or walking my dogs, something about walking my dogs, like you were talking about Leah, um, walking my dogs is like one of the most therapeutic things I can do in my life. Mm. Um, it, I don't know what it is about walking, but it like yeah. transforms your mind instantly. <laughs> so yes, 
Absolutely. And I mean, you, it's so funny here because you just said it, you know what you need. You love alone time, you know, like you, you know, and some, and you're right. We can't all get away for a night in a pandemic, but like, so try to get out for a 10 minute walk in the sunshine, you know, get some sun on your face, wind in your hair. Yeah, Maybe leave the phone, you know, like I love walking, listening to podcasts like yours, of course, but sometimes being alone and quiet in nature, oof, that'll, that feels good. That's a beautiful afternoon. And for me, I, I love the treadmill. And so I, I really try to carve out 30 minutes a day for that. And I tell you, I've been doing this for years and years and years. And I used to have to put a literal sign on the door that said, please do not disturb. Because during that time, it's just 30 minutes, but that was my time. And it was a, it was, that actually did help for the girls to recognize that during that time, it didn't matter if they had a question about dinner for what's for dinner, what's for dinner, what's for dinner, or it didn't matter if they had a question about homework. That was my 30 minutes to myself. And um, whether it's 30 minutes or you can fit more in or whatever it is that you like to do, I think it is just so important just to feel reinvigorated because I personally felt like a grumpy mom could could go on for hours. A happy mom who spent 30 minutes on the treadmill made everybody else happier. (laughs) Even I know, don't bother Eileen during her treadmill time. She communicated (laughs) that's her boundary. I don't touch that. That's part of her self-care. I don't, I try not to bother her. Oh my God, I love it. (laughs) I love it. So in terms of, I want to shift a little bit and talk about the amazing boxes that you guys have. So let's talk about the boxes. Like I want to know what you put inside. We talked a little bit about how you choose products, but we haven't actually talked about what you put inside. But I also want to know about the, how does the self-care angle fit into the box or boxes? Great. Eileen, why don't I, I I take the start and then you you help. Absolutely. But, um, so again, if you know, think way back, like we think of these almost as toolkits. So we wanted to curate collections where you could get the box and then you're thinking about self-care from beginning to end. And you're really trying to think of it as a full experience. So one thing that is included in all of our box is our signature self-care system. These are tip cards that Eileen and I developed. Again, remember we're wonks. We did extensive research on health and wellness and and trying to decide like, what is self-care for women? And, you know, we talked, I mean, just in this, you know, short conversation we've had today, like we've ticked off probably, you know, 20 different answers for that. So we really, you know, found that it's so much about for women, it's like defining success, letting go of criticism, taking a pause, you know, eating with intention, these things that we know that women, maybe they know they're important or, oh yeah, I read an article in HuffPo about that, but what was that? What was I supposed to do? You know, or, you know, how about women that are like, yeah, I know I need to do that, but I've got a pile of self-care books and ain't nobody's got time to read those. So we did the work for you. And what we did was we created this very beautiful, compact little tip system. Um, and it's filled with just, you know, tips, reminders, exercises, things to kind of just get you going. And that's included in all of our boxes. And we actually pack them in these like great little card holders that, you know, if you're a small business owner, you know, you can use it for your business cards, you can pass them on to friends, whatever you want to do. Um, but that's sort of a, a really core element in all of our boxes that we feel like elevates them around, beyond just like, oh, yeah, this is a beautiful gift box. Like, this is a system for you. So again, our launch collection, we had four boxes that we launched with. 
Carrie was like, are you sure you want to launch with four products? We're like, yes, we want options. We want to, you know, self-care is so broad and it's so different. So we designed four and I'll kind of just give like a quick overview because I think you're right, Carrie. Like we talked a lot about self-care gift boxes. What the heck is that? So for example, like in our mindful box. So this is the be mindful box. And this is really about for, for, and this is our bestseller because so many women struggle with just taking five minutes to slow down for themselves, you know? And so we have things in there like, um, a beautiful book that's filled with exercises that you can learn how to practice mindfulness for yourself. So we've got the pen in there so you can do that. We've got a gorgeous candle made by this powerhouse small business out in San Francisco, SL. You have to check her out. And this is her Plumeria candle. And so we've got these matches, even our matches are handmade. We care about everything, y'all. And we have got, you know, some information in there about like, what is it about mindfulness? You know, why is it like striking your match and like lighting your candle for two minutes alone in your room, like really matters as opposed to just like pulling the lighter out of the junk drawer. Like, what is the difference? Like we're trying to educate people with these beautiful gifts. So yes, you're getting the gorgeous candle, but how do you use it? So we have, um, you know, different elements in there. So again, everything we're talking about is at bminton.com. That's B-M-I-N-T-O-N.com. Um, and then we have the Be Connected box. We're thinking of the pandemic. Like we are lonely. We are isolated. We are missing our friends. We all have Zoom fatigue. Well, how do you strike connections? You know, what does that look like? So we have things like, you know, these beautifully artist designed postcards in there. So you can take a minute, reach out to a friend you haven't actually written to. Sure, I love when my friends text me a meme at midnight, but you know what I love even more? A handwritten note from them from a surprise. Like, what is that? That's great for you. That's great for your friend. It's this beautiful piece of art. You're supporting a women-owned business. That was the woman in Denver we were talking about earlier. So, you know, it just really takes it up a notch. We have these gorgeous playing cards in there. When was the last time you played cards with your husband or your kids? Like, when was the last time you just like turned off the TV and sat around and like, actually made a connection within your home or yourself heck, play solitaire, you know, like this, you know, we have these items in there because these are tools. These are, you know, curated collections to help you think through these things. Um, Eileen, do you want to talk about the other two? Sure. Absolutely. So we have two other boxes. One is the next one is be ignited and be ignited. is really about the idea that you might be at a crossroads in your life. And you're like, which way do I need to go? So the be ignited, we have this beautiful five book in there. And that kind of helps explore um, goals and ideas about where are you now and where do you want to go? So that's really exciting. We have a fidgy pin in there that it was actually, it's what the best fidget pin that we could find on the market. And it was created by a woman uh, designed by her because her her um, child had um, autism and 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 this was something that she found that she just couldn't find a resource and so it's this great fidget pin it moves there's a ball that moves on there you can click you can pull all these different things to kind of keep your mind occupied uh, if you're in a long meeting or you're thinking about your future of a great um, handmade chocolate in there and some of these great pens from a really nice company that um, it, their, their statement pens and one is good trouble and the other one is equal pay. So thinking about your worth as a woman, thinking about sometimes you have to shake things up a little bit. So we really like that one. And um, finally, in our signature collection, our launch collection is the Be Ready box. And that's the idea that 
as a woman, you know, being ready, being for the day, making sure that you have everything together where you feel confident and comfortable and ready to tackle what comes your way. So we have this really nice Denik notebook. Um, it is an artist designed. It's a lay flat notebook to kind of you can keep track of your notes for what's coming up. You can do to do do to do lists with um, you can actually put little squares and check off each item that you need to do that day. We have the pinch kit. It's in this gorgeous little gold bag. It has 17 items in there to help you get ready. If you have an emergency, whether it's a safety pin you need, whether it is a tampax you need, anything like that, it's in that pinch kit. We have some gorgeous coffee gum that is just, it's really clean. It's really fresh, all natural ingredients, nothing um, that no plastics or anything like that. And that's what comes from a great woman owned company as well. A gorgeous gold pen to, to use with your notebook. And this absolutely amazing, I can't say enough about it. This Happy Lux, it's again, that was designed by a female pilot. She was a commercial pilot, but also a fighter pilot. And she was traveling around and realized she could not get good sleep. So they use this special fabric in that. And it's a be- it's like a beautiful fit around your head. It doesn't pinch anything, but it really helps with getting a good night's sleep because it helps release some of that melatonin. So that's our launch collection. And we're really excited about it. And I'm going to kick it back over to Leah to talk about our newest collection, the, the Essential Charleston Self-Care Yay. Um, collection. And you... You're so good, Eileen. So you go through everything in the box. I was given a flavor. I was just giving a little taste. So I hope people don't think, oh no, there's so much more in those other boxes. No, no, no. Go to the website. You can see all the great things that are included. They're all just packed with so so many amazing things. So um, Carrie, I hope we're not running over time. I do want to take one minute to tell about our upcoming product. Is that okay? Of course. Yeah, go for it. Absolutely. Because we're so excited. So again, business decision on our end is... We live in Charleston, South Carolina, and for anyone who's listening who might know about Charleston, it is just a really special place. And we also have some amazing businesses right here in our hometown. So what we so that was our signature collection, those four boxes we were talking about. But we are um, obviously, you know, we've we've been around. Surely it's time for us to come out with some new products. We just launched, but we're bananas. But we wanted to do something as a love letter to Charleston. So we have a box actually launching. Um, and I don't know when your podcast comes out. So the box will already be out because it's coming out just in time for Mother's Day. It launches um, April 5th on our website. And it's the Essential Charleston Self-Care Collection. And we have partnered with eight amazing women-owned and family-owned small businesses here in Charleston to curate this collection. And so I guess technically you're supporting nine businesses because you're also supporting Bementon. But, you know, it's just the most beautiful, indulgent box you've ever seen. And it has items in there like, of course, we've got your bath bomb and your foot scrubs. And we've got some of those, you know, wonderful items that are really, you know, sort of people think about essential self-care. But, you know, of course, it's so much more than that. You will get our tip system that I was talking about earlier. But we have things like there's this company here um, called Grit and Grace. They're actually a really well-known brand. They're growing. It's wild to watch them. They hand paint these oyster dishes and they're like these little pieces of art. They are little like sort of catch-alls. So it's great for your jewelry, little trinkets, things like that. Um, And for every um, jewelry dish that they sell of those oysters, they actually recycle 10 um, oyster shells. So they have this whole sustainable practice. They're, They're really looking, I mean, they are a community of artists that are looking at 
like marine biology and, and ethical practices of, you know, sort of coastal um, production. So, I mean, and again, that was just a taste. We have so many amazing products in there. You can already see it on our website. So whenever you're listening to this, please check it out. We're really proud of this one. Um, and it is just the best Mother's Day gift. You don't have to be a local to love it. It's for anyone. As Carrie was saying before we even started recording, you know, we've known Carrie for some time, but you were articulating your love for Charleston. Charleston's just loved by all. So let's celebrate her. Let's celebrate women and like, give people something they want, you know, give, give mama a really good gift this year. Give yourself one. That's what I say. Yeah. And I was just actually, as you were talking, I was literally on my phone looking at at the new product and it looks, look, it just looks so good. So I'm excited for that too. It does. And I love, I have to say the branding of the soap really caught my eye. I think it was soap, something whale. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what look, that's old whaling coat, that soap. Oh, yes. they do wonderful things. I, I love, love, love that. And the bar that we chose for our box um, has a little, it's all natural. It's so, it's a bar soap. I'm really starting to get into bar soap just because of like, the, you know, we're noticing, you know, all the plastics that are going into our oceans and bar soaps are better. This bar soap is so beautiful. It's so safe. You can use it on your face, your body, your shave bar. I mean, it doesn't matter. And it has a little bit of oatmeal in it. So you get like a natural exfoliant. I love, oh, and that's a great company that was founded by a woman, but she says she's a family owned company because as she's grown her business, she's always involved her kids. And I love that. So she says we're a family owned business. Oh, that's so cute. I love it. Well, I love that you guys are also partnering with your community. And, you know, I think if I recall, part of your vision was to kind of, be featured in some local shops and things like that. So I think that's amazing that you can have these products that are going to be a a huge hit with, you know, your people where you live and like, what's more special than that. So I love that. Yeah, yeah, no, this was amazing. But thank you guys so much. Um, It was so nice to hear a little bit of your journey the last few months. And just as we sort of wrap up, what advice would you give to another fellow e-commerce business who's trying to kind of figure things out, especially if they are a new business, trying to figure things out? What advice can you give them? Any business advice? Eileen, do you want to go first? Maybe sure. like one tip from each of you. I love like yeah. business advice tips. I love this question. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm happy to go well, first. I don't mean to put you on the spot. Oh, no, no, I don't mind at all. <laughs> so I think the biggest thing is, is just um, have a have a goal, continue to work to that goal toward that goal, be flexible when you need to, but recognize that there are ups and downs. And I think that's the biggest thing that we learned was that you see other people and you hear their stories and you might hear a story. And we talked a little bit about one before we started this podcast about someone who exploded overnight and recognizing that that is not the norm, that's the exception. So that if you get advice, get advice from a lot of different places and make sure that you're following your own journey, because I think there's not one specific model that works. So stay true to yourself, know what you want and go and tackle it. I love that. I, this is Leah. I would uh, uh, absolutely concur with Eileen and I would add, keep your starting costs low. There is no reason you should have high overhead and need to run to a bank because 
I mean, Eileen and I are very lucky in that we've kept our costs low. So even though we haven't been, you know, the biggest overnight success and we're, we're growing slowly and we're getting return customers and we're, we're really experiencing all the benefits of small business. We also don't have those wild pressures of, you know, having leases that are, you know, we, and bank loans and things like that. We've kept our costs really low. I mean, honestly, there's things even in this one year since we've started that we've looked back and said, oof, I wish I didn't even spend money on that. You know, I wish I could get those funds back. But, you know, Carrie, you know, we've talked about this when we were working with you. Like when you're launching a product by very low inventory, even if you can't meet the minimum thresholds for wholesale purchasing, and you'll find that if you are buying wholesale products, a lot of companies have certain thresholds. Like, yeah, you can, we'll sell it to you at wholesale, but you have to buy $300 worth of it. Well, maybe you, don't want to spend that much. You want to just buy it retail and just test it. Or you want to just, you know, buy a couple and maybe test it with some trends and things like that. Just try to be really mindful about where your dollars go, because as you grow, you'll learn where it's more important to spend your dollars and you've got to have something in your coffers. I mean, one thing Eileen and I did not realize is, um, is some of the costs for public relations. So we, we, you know, I used to do PR. I mean, I don't want to age myself, but both Eileen and I are in our forties and I used to do PR a million years ago in New York city. And, you know, we used to say PR was free. Well, it's nothing free anymore. It's pay to play. I mean, there are, we have, we wanted to get on a local segment here, the local news. And they said that sure. Come on board. It's $1,400 for a one minute segment. We said, what? (laughs) No. So, you know, you have unexpected costs. If you just, you know, or, you know, do everything Eileen said, stay true to your value, ask questions, grow, be, you know, ask lots of people, be willing to try things and you'll have no regrets if you have a little bit of cushion in the bank. Oh, I love that. Thank you for your honest answers. And as you were talking about keeping your overhead low, I was like literally laughing because that is one thing, like one thing that I tell people over and over and over until I am blue in the face is don't like, do not buy a lot of inventory when you launch because you can, and you referenced this during this, um, during this recording, you said, you know, Carrie mentioned, oh, you really want to launch with four products because I, I'm pretty sure I told you to like launch with one or two, like max, (laughs) like literally launch with one product, make sure it freaking sells and then you can add more on. So I, yeah, when I'm very conservative with inventory and I can say like a lot of people, will do the opposite. They they want to save, you know, a dollar per product. So they buy 4,000 products before they even yeah. sold anything. And you are setting yourself up for potential catastrophe because just like you said, yes. like you do not want to be getting loans and any of that stuff when you're starting a small business. You want to really be thrifty and bootstrap and just be cautious. And, you know, just, I know this isn't about me, but I just have to throw my sense in here is that, like start your business, figure out who your ideal customer is, know your market, like know your audience, know what they want from you, see what sells and then expand into other products. So I'm always going to tell you, be cautious, be conservative with inventory and do not splash out because like you have no idea what people actually will buy from you. And you don't want to get stuck with, you know, five, 10 grand worth of products sitting in your house that you can't move. So Absolutely. Thank you for that advice. That's, That's I can't agree with that more. <laughs> no, no, no. I was going to say, I can't agree with you more because I, I, I tell this to people and I think people have a really hard time accepting that. They're like, 
but I want to launch with 500 products. Like that's what I want. <laughs> so, And you're so right, Carrie, because one of the other things that we found in our research, because we're research nerds, is that women also don't get funding at the same rates that men do. And so that the, the lower you can keep your overhead costs, the better off you are, particularly as a female-owned company. Yeah. Great point. The only thing I was going to add, because it felt like we were wrapping up and I would be completely remiss if I did not give a shout out to our Instagram. You know, Carrie, you said, what do we do well? You did not ask us where we struggle the most. And I would always say <laughs> we are the gap generation in our 40s. So we did, you know, social media to us does not come as naturally as it does to most. So please follow us. We'll support you. We'll love you back. Reach out to us if you have questions. And we are an open book. People DM us, other business owners with questions. We're, sure. Like, let's help each other. So we are at Shop Beaminton. So it's Shop B-M-I-N-T-O-N. Give us some love. Help us grow. We That is not our strong suit, but we're always willing to try. We did an Instagram live this week for our unboxing. So we're doing it. We're putting oh, our best foot forward. great you guys are doing great (laughs) and if you love if instagram is the place you love to hang out great if facebook is it's still shopping at shop oh yeah sorry and then um for pinterest we also are shopping mention so no matter where you are we are too so check us out on whatever medium you prefer amazing and do you guys have any specials coming up for mother's day or anything else that you want to promote in terms of products yes Yes, we do. So obviously, we had mentioned that our Charleston self-care collection is going to be coming out just in time for Mother's Day. And then we will, at any time, you can sign up on our website. We have um, a $5 coupon, which is always good. So please, you can go there right now, you know, just depending on when this launch. We do offer promotions. Uh, We will be having a sale on our signature collection. And am I forgetting anything else, Eileen? Yes. Also, we want to offer your listener, Carrie, a special um, 10% off coupon as well. Yeah. So that will be something that uh, they, they can take advantage of as well. Oh, yes. and what's the, what's the code? It'll be Carrie 10. And maybe you can go ahead and put it in the in the notes of your um, oh, amazing. podcast. Yeah. yeah. I Since everyone spells my name incorrectly, it is K-E-R-R-I-E 10. <laughs> yes. And the number 10. And and we spelled it correctly because, you know, we adore yes. Carrie. We're so proud of you, too. Just watching your business girl, watching your podcast. It's really been it's really fun. And, you know, we love collaborating with you and learning from you. And you are such an open book, you know, and we hope that, we you know, we translate that to our business as well. You know, if we're not all helping each other, what's the point? Yeah. Oh, well, thank you. That's very nice to say. And yes, I loved working with you guys too. Just a little inside thing. On our last call, I actually cried at the end. (laughs) Like such a loser. (laughs) I've never done that before, but I felt like, I don't know, you work with someone and you, you feel attached, you know, and I like when I work with someone to help launch their business, I feel so involved and invested in that. Like, I want you to succeed just as, I mean, maybe not as much as you do, but like probably right there, you know? So I really do get so invested with people that I work with and, you know, it can be hard. So anyway, that's just a little fun fact. So yes, I hated working with you guys. (laughs) Um, But this was amazing. Thank you so much for coming on here and just sharing some of, you know, your story, your struggles, what you learned, your growth. You guys have an incredible business and I'm just so happy to have been a part of it a little bit. And I'm also happy to, you know, get 
hopefully get you some more business from here. So if you guys are listening, definitely go grab yourself a box. You will not be disappointed. It's one of the most beautiful design boxes I have ever seen. Um, even my husband said the same thing. He when I brought it inside and he was like, oh, wow, that's a really good box. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, you guys will love it. So all right. Well, thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thank so you, Carrie. Much. This was fun. Such a great episode. I absolutely adore these ladies and their business. And it was such a pleasure to catch up with them and just see how things have been going since they launched their business. So if you want to try a Beeminton box of your own, be sure to head over to beeminton.com and you can use Kerry 10 for 10% off your order. So that's K-E-R-R-I-E and the letters, sorry, the numbers um, one zero for 10% off. And I will leave that in the show notes. All right, guys, if you love this episode, please be sure to leave me a review. I love reviews on Apple podcast. I do a happy dance every single time. So please leave me a review. Let me know what you thought of this episode. Did you connect with anything that we talked about? Did you learn something? Please let me know. And if you would love to work with me, I am opening up slots for my one-on-one coaching. I work with clients from e-commerce businesses to uh, subscription box businesses who are looking to grow and make more money and get more customers. So if you are interested in that, click the link below in the show notes and you can apply to work with me. All right, I'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you love this episode, please go ahead and leave a review on Apple Podcasts and then take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram stories. Tag me in it at Carrie A. Fitzgerald. My name is in the show notes. Thank you so much and I'll see you guys next week.